February 22, 2021. It's the Watt for
for Pedro Show. Happy Monday, last Monday of February. I start off with John Coltrane with Kenny Burrell. You know, he didn't usually record with the guitar man. I got to see mm-hmm. Kenny Burrell here in my Pedro town. This is Freight Train. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you might be able to hear my guest, people. Brother Matt, you know, we're quitting quarantino mode, so my bro- brother Matt is at the Love Grotto a couple miles south from Pleasure Point. But I'm not totally man alone because those uh, software engineers in Estonia with the righteous Skype invention. How, how should I call you, Lori Silva? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lori Silva. Yeah, that's because, fine. You are pronouncing it right. Hi, uh, see, and then also mm-hmm. it's your um, kind of stage showbiz name because uh, this other name, Laura Agnus Day. Yeah. Maybe you were born with. Yeah, that's my real name. <laughs> No, anything's your real name. Whatever you decide, right? But we don't decide on that, that name that comes when we're born. <laughs> no, it's, it's gift from parents. I, I yeah. remember when I was a boy and maybe mm-hmm. f- uh, fourth, fifth grade, uh, one of my classmates, well, his mother loved Elvis Presley, so his name was Elvis, and he hated that name, so he went to court to change it to Donald. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Bad choice, I okay. would say. But, and I will say, uh, <laughs> lots of uh, music friends I met in punk movement had fake mm. names. They had their own names. Okay. Yeah, for example, Pat Smear, Lorna Doom, mm-hmm. yeah, Don Bowles, Darby Crash. Yeah, all the germs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of those guys, especially 70s punk. Yeah. So, yeah. enough about what. Let's, <laughs> oh, we should say, actually... Not only Laurie Silva was the artist, but Laurie Silva is the name of the tune. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, so we say eponymous, huh? 
No, I mean, uh, Lauri Silva is the title track. Yeah, 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 but it's also your showbiz name. Well, we there's this uh, a Latin word, or is it Greek? Somewhere down there. <laughs> Eponymous. No, I mean, Lauri Silva is the name of my album, but like my artist name, let's say, is my real name. That is Laura Agnus Day. Oh, really? Because when I went yeah. to... When I went to the page, it seemed like every tune was by Lois, but that's just the name of the fucking album. Okay. No, yeah, that's the name of the album. Yeah, okay. that's, a, that's okay. the name I have, to, I have to change all this playlist because I got Lois Silva for all this shit. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. no. Sorry, no. scusi, scusi, scusi. <laughs> no what problem. Do we, what do we call it? Aori. Big Aoris. All, all the time. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. I'm glad you cleared that up because I don't want to look like too fucking stunado. Huh? Hey, I should I tell listeners over there? They, they, I learned this from my grandfather too. This stunado. Uh, mm-hmm. When they you kind of stupid, you not too uh, thinking too well. They say out of tune over there. That's I think this is a great metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? Especially for us music. Talking about music, let's talk about your journey through music. What's your earliest? Laura, your earliest musical recollection? Uh, so, um, when I, uh, are you, do you mean like when, when uh, I started to play? No. No? Just yeah. early memory of music. Early memory of music at all, like uh, in general. Ah, that's a difficult question. Uh, but the Watt from Pedro show, there are no wrong answers and there are no hard questions. Okay, uh, I maybe I can tell you about not the earliest, earliest, but in the moment in which I realized that I sh- I I was going to buy a saxophone. Uh, that's my main instrument now, and uh, I was eighteen and I was already like uh, playing the guitar, and I had this job and uh, I was a, a kind of like a caregiver for an old lady during the summer. And it was a super boring job. And um, I had to stay at her place for um, for the night, no? To like, like check, like uh, have care of if everything was okay when she was sleeping. And um, I had this dream that the old lady was like uh, transforming like into a saxophone. And uh, later on, uh, yeah, I know it's kind of weird, but like later on with the money that I made out of that uh, uh, job, I bought my first uh, saxophone, tenor saxophone. Wow. John Coltrane <laughs> played some of Mark Six. So did Brother Steve McKay and the Stooges. But actually he started on alto. Cleanhead Vincent. Okay. Yeah, Cleanhead yeah. Vincent said, uh, after he played with him, you should switch to tenor. But I... Can I go, can I go back before like mm-hmm. where where you grew up? Did the house have musical instruments inside? Okay. Uh yeah, uh no, like my parents they 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 weren't they aren't musician, but uh, uh my father was uh, um a very big fan of black music in general. So yeah, uh, I learned from him like to love like a funk uh, and soul and uh, R&B, this kind of music. So probably that's where my passion uh, came from. Now he's a and, listener, so he had a good a record collection. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, good taste for music. Yeah. And but it was my mother that she wanted me to play guitar. And so I started with guitar, but guitar is not my instrument at all. But it was my first instrument. Yeah. So she got you a guitar, was present? Uh, yeah, exactly. I started like taking lesson when I was, I think, six or seven. Yeah, but I wasn't practicing that much at yeah, the yeah, beginning. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, it was not your instrument. You love music, yeah. but not that instrument. In what town? Uh, in Bologna. Ah, I'm Bologna. from Bologna. Because okay. that's where you are now, right? Exactly, yeah. Okay, so you never left. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, yes, I lived yes, you, in the Netherlands right, for you, a few you, years. You returned. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, can yeah. I ask you about school? Did you have music in school? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we, here in Italy, we have uh, um, uh, music at the middle school, like at the elementary school and then at the middle school. And that is actually now since like two months, that's my job. I also, I'm also like a music teacher at the public school. Uh, and But then when I was uh, 18, uh, no, 20, I went to the conservatory to study classical saxophone. And um, and then I studied uh, electronic music in in the Netherlands. Now I gotta tell people, Bologna is the oldest uh, university in Europe. People, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then some other ones too, Siena, Padua, very mm -hmm. old, very old schools, uh, colleges. But getting yeah. back to like when you're a girl, when you're young, uh, mm -hmm. can you remember the first record you bought with your own money? Oh yeah, uh, with my own. Uh, when I was uh, the very first one, uh, should be uh, from a record by Giovanotti. That is a pop uh, kind of like rapper, but it's very poppy Italian uh, rapper. Uh, that's maybe yeah the first one, but then then I was also a fan of like uh, the Beatles, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, and uh, later on when I was twelve, uh, uh, I was a fan of uh, Radiohead. That was also okay. one of the earliest. What about the first gig you went to? Uh, first gig, Giovanotti for sure, okay. like a big concert. Yeah, Giovanni, Giovanni, Giovanotti. Yeah, yeah, kind of Johnny, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's a way of like Giovanotti. It's a, like a kind of old-fashioned way also to say like uh, uh, kind of kids, teens. Yeah. Uh, like little like, youngster, let's say youngster, if you want to translate it. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny, like Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you call? We say diminutive. Huh? Uh, I want to mm -hmm. play a silver lining.
from Pedro Show. Off air, we're discussing some funny things about language <laughs> and words. <laughs> Pepperoni, huh? Jesus. Fanny, watch out for that one. Okay, uh, um, let's say I can't say uh, Laurie Silver anymore because that's just the name of the fucking record. <laughs> you know, I, I was saying this word eponymous. It means like the name of your record is the same name as your band. Same name. <clears throat> that's eponymous. Yeah. So, uh, Laura Agnes Day with uh, Silver Lining. And yes, mm -hmm. people, it's the same metaphor. You know, something bad actually has a good thing. Okay. Yeah. She's telling me. And notice, the, you'll notice all her titles are in English. So, and you can yeah. see how she speaks very well, too. Awesome. And then we had, uh, who's going to be on the show Wednesday? Alessandra Novaga with uh, Veronica Voss. Then we mm -hmm. had uh, Richard Hell and the Voidoids doing a Bob Dylan song, Going, Going, Gone. This is from Destiny Street. Richard uh, found the master tapes to his second album and remixed it and sent it to me. It was beautiful. Thurston Moore after that with the re realization. This album he just recorded uh, where he lives in London now. Obama's Prendon after that back road breakdown. Honk, honky Donkey 2 from Hans Rotten in Switzerland. Honky you know, honky's got some heavy <laughs> meaning over here. But maybe it means like a horn, just honky. And then uh, uh, Laura uh, Agnes Day with the Two Bench Flip Bang, <laughs> which is an interesting uh, collection of words. So, uh, okay, so after you didn't really play sax uh, high school, junior high, grade school. You, you waited till college? With that summer yeah. when you got, yeah, yeah. Because the old lady came to you in a dream as, yeah. as a saxophone. <laughs> you know, yeah. Anthropomorphic kind of trip. So, uh, but, you know, uh, did, you were listening for sax, right? You said your pop had a big collection of black music, so maybe you were hearing sax there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, true. So you think this, besides the old lady, this was also an influence? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And, uh, uh, yeah, actually, I I asked my parents to play sax when I was twelve, uh, but my mom said that oh, but maybe maybe you need to be like uh, like it's a masculine instrument, wow. you know, you know, <laughs> uh, because but, I mean she she didn't mean that I couldn't do it, but uh, like you know she she wasn't in, into music and uh, she she thought that it was like too big for me, you know, also like the instrument in, in itself. And yeah, and so I just, uh, uh, yeah, wait till uh, when I was 18 to just like, uh, also because before I was also playing like electric guitar. So I was already, yeah, I already had another instrument and uh, so on. So, you had, a so that, you had a musical background, an understanding of music in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh, you know, the guitar, right? It starts becoming... I know, you know, like I was learning the circle of fifths and I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? Okay. This is all on this chart and this circle and, you know, John Coltrane using it for uh, giant steps and this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But actually, if I look at my bass guitar and the way I put my fingers, that's how I learned it because of the, the, the shapes your fingers make. Yeah. Isn't that trippy? Now in the sax, it must <laughs> be the same way, right? But with its own system of, uh, yeah. because the keys... And even the clarinet's different, right? Because they got open holes that fingers go out over. 
Yeah, yeah, the clarinet is different because uh, you know we have like uh, this position, and you can just like jump uh, uh, up f uh, for uh, an octave yeah. with just one uh, one uh, key. Right. No. And uh, with the clarinet is different. Like you, um, uh, when you jump in octave, you don't do it that easily. Like not with just one key. So it's a little bit more complicated. Right. And also, yeah. And also, I mean, I'm so much in love with the the, the timbre, like the sound of the saxophone. Sure, I think sure. there's like so much more possibility than uh, any other wind instrument. I would say. I, I saw some of the original ones uh, in Belgium. Mm -hmm. uh, the big town Brussels there's a great music museum that stops mm -hmm. around 1900 so no modern instruments but they've got some of the first that Adolf Sachs a Belgian mm -hmm. guy invented and uh, kind, it was kind of a, a granddaughter of the clarinet they're, 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 they're cousins, they're related but yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, know what you, I know what you mean I mean, they both use mm -hmm. they both use the reed but, yeah. they, but they don't let yeah, the yeah. saxophones in the symphony and they, they, the clarinets are in there because something about the, the timber or something. But anyway, t tell me what was the big, uh, what did you really get out of going to school and learning sax at the conservatory? Uh, yeah, uh, I would say like uh, for me it was, uh, I studied classical music. So... It's you, you know like usually when you you tell people that you are uh, a saxophone player they assume that you are a jazz musician no and uh, yeah actually I didn't study jazz so I think uh, I but for me classical music was very useful to learn like technical skills so like I I, I learned how to be very much like in tune and how to have like a, somehow um, yeah I would say like a pure sound no like a, and also how to be lyrical in the sense that like you know maybe with classical music you have more uh, these um, uh, yeah I, I don't know how to explain it's. Um, uh, I think that is in my sound, even if I'm not playing classical music at all since I graduated. No, but you can feel in my sound that is a sound that uh, it, it come it comes from uh, the classical studies. Yeah, because it's part of your foundation. Yeah. Yeah, fundamental. Okay, what about uh, classmates, students, uh, colleagues at school? Did you collaborate? Did you make uh, bands? Uh, in high school, uh, grades or meals, um, they would call it uh, the garage band, uh, the bedroom band, the basement band. Mm -hmm. uh, not, not like, uh, not with people from the conservatory, but I, I had many bands, uh, and um, yeah, uh, when I was. Uh, yeah, 20 or, yeah, when I started uh, playing saxophone, I had this band named uh, Sex with uh, Giallone. And uh, that was my first band where, uh, um, that I was like playing saxophone in. And uh, these friends of mine, they were, some of them, they were studying at the conservatory, but um, they were studying electronic music. And it was a kind of uh, like post-punk uh, experimental rock band. Yeah, and I was the sax player in it. You know, we, a funny thing about 
maybe it's stereotype of classical musicians. They can only play music if it's put in front of them. They can't improvise. Yeah, that's not true for me. Like I already, I always like, uh, um, because actually I studied classical music, but uh, early, earlier on, I was already like playing in bands as a guitar player, as a bass player. So, uh, and when I started playing saxophone, I had this band since the very beginning. So even if I wasn't uh, so much skilled on, on my instruments, I was improvising since the beginning with the with the saxophone and uh, yeah i really like uh, free improvisation in general so so in that I way, have, in that way you do have kind of a jazz thing right because there's lots of that yeah exactly in the sense of like free improvisation yes i mean i'm not trained uh, to um improvise in a idiomatic way you know like uh, in the jazz idioma of like, or I'm not trained to improvise on a short progression, progression, for example. Ah, uh, so, I, I know what you're talking about—the bebop uh, kind of tradition exact, of taking exactly. a uh, standard, like mm -hmm, uh, for mm -hmm, example, mm -hmm. John Coltrane with my favorite things, right? Exactly. And just exactly. twist it all up and have fun with uh, inverting the chords and all that crazy shit, right? Exactly. I, I, I'm not trained in that, but uh, I have experienced a lot. I would say, yeah, I have some experience in uh, improvisation, like in general. So I love to do that with the saxophone, yeah. But, you know, that kind of played itself out. They got tired of doing that. You know, people that are experimenting, they can't, like, stay with one thing. I, I, I kind of understand their, why, their minds, right? John Coltrane, now that I can do this, what else can I do? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like it's like peeling an onion. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why you do why what you do, you know? Yeah. Like not to do all over the same things, right, to right, discover. Right. Yeah. Other, yeah, trying out new things. Otherwise it's like a a terrible television rerun show from the old type, old days or even modern <laughs> days, whatever days. Look we're at the end of the first hour, February 22, 2021, Dishwat Pedro. Show a special guest, Laura Agnew State. We'll type for hour two. February 22, 2021. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
stop trying to make you hurt everything's just the worst trying to lick your doom celebrate your wounds so great Place it on a plate Deliciously enjoyed Fill the void Oriental, jamás 
la infringas Que si es antigua no me sirve ya Y si tú me la tuerces Me armaré de valor Lo que no puedo aceptar Es que eso cuente más allá
Watch from Pedro show. Start off the second hour. Why well, Agnes Day doing uh, Growing Cold? Sam Lock Ward out of Iowa City with Panache. Don the Tiger <laughs> with Bengala. Well, you know, yeah, you don't say the last letters always. I, I like that about French, you know. <laughs> Kano, <laughs> very, very, yeah, sure. Okay. And, and uh, Sampika Ai from uh, Yakumo Goto Society Nishiki no Miya. And finally, our Agnes Day with Golden Kites. You know, it's funny, a, a word for kite, like those little kids use in Japan, is taco. <laughs> Completely. Oh, really? mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a Mexican kind of child that's really good. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Uh, Kind of like a pita a thing or a, a, a kebab, a shawarma, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Like it's a Mexican uh, uh, Of course. No. We're, we're 100 miles, 120 miles away. Mm. Last, I know we say it wrong, Pedro. Well, we fucked that up in the name of the beach, but all all the rest we say. We don't say jalapenos. <laughs> we don't say fucking, you know, fry joles. <laughs> Tortillas. Yeah, but we do say Pete. Well, I I came here and they were saying that. It's not my fault. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> so, what about uh, Torin? Did you ever get into Torin? Um, uh, what? Sorry, Mike, I didn't get the tour, word. Uh, tour, where you get in the van and, and start driving around and playing. Ah, tour. Towns. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, um, I was touring before Corona, like for this uh, album, for my last album, Lauri Silva, that was. Uh, released uh, in uh, November 20, uh, um, 2019. And uh, so, yeah, I should have been uh, in Slovakia for the first time. I should have been in, uh, um, in the Netherlands, in Belgium. And before, like, so one year before, I was in the Netherlands, in Belgium and in Italy. Yeah, I did... Uh, some concert in Italy, uh, and also I've been for um, five years. Uh, I've been playing in a psych rock band named uh, uh, Julie's Haircut, and with them uh, I was I was on tour, uh, yeah, quite often. Okay, uh, you're gonna get to play those places. Everything's just postponed, not canceled. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, they get we the vaccine so. coming. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna get it together. We just gotta be yeah. patient, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, um, things could be worse. <laughs> but not, not saying. What, but what is torn like for you? Mm-hmm. When you're in Julie's haircut, you're part of ensemble, right? Mm-hmm. But when you tour, are you woman alone? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mostly, yeah. When I when I tour with my solo project, uh, I'm uh, I'm alone, and I quite I quite like it. I mean, uh, especially like when I started to do it uh, in like. Uh, yeah, uh, 2017, 2018, it was very fun, very adventurous, you know, because uh, I don't know, you have to go to UK and you don't have like that much money. So you go by bus, you do this long bus drive. Uh, and um, yeah, I really, I really miss it. And because it was fun. I mean, as you know, it can be very tiring also. No, no, it's worth it. I agree with you. It's very fun. Yeah. Even with all yeah. the. I mean, working in a salt mine is kind of tiring. <laughs> There's a lot of ways to get tired, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. curious. You know, you mentioned in school, you knew some guys or people who did electronic music. 
do mm -hmm. you do you incorporate electronics with your live touring yeah 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 absolutely when i'm touring with my solo project i do um a show that is based on like uh, electronic sounds and saxophone so i have like a little synthesizer and then also i play um, with a computer, like with Ableton Live, using it mainly as like, um, as kind of sampler and um, also using effects on the sax. So my show is the combination of like uh, the saxophone and electronics. And what about loops? Loops, yeah. My my music uh, seen like so far has has been like a lot loop based, I would say. And um, yeah, so I play these loops like from the computer, and then I I play the sax on top of uh, on top of it. Sometimes I loop uh, my sax like the like uh, live, and so yeah, you that's know, more or less really interesting because middle sixties John Coltrane, sheets of mm -hmm. sound. He's he didn't have the technology, you know. But can you imagine now he would probably be piling layers and layers of his to get the weird kind of harmonics. Yeah. So he had absolutely right. He had to I, bring Pharaoh Sanders. By the way, I just read somewhere Pharaoh Sanders is recording a new album. Oh, really? Yeah. I've seen him play like 10 times. Mm. Uh, yeah. Incredible cat. And he was kind of in a blues mode, but I hear he's getting more experimental with this new album. I want to play this uh, Fight Blues.
came up to me and said, Hey man, aren't you the one? All the rights that newspaper don't see how you ever get it done.
casket had died Oh, there were thousands that just who came to pay homage Too many more came to stand in the shadow of his pride Oh, but I just want to remember him writing poems like he was striking matches. The words fell on the floor just like the spent ones. Evidence that the flame had once burned. Lots of people that try to light spin matches. Many more want to go out. They drink themselves insane.
Watt for Pedro Show. Epiphyte Blues. Uh, Laura uh, Agnes Day. And this is, uh, yeah, the science word for a plant that grows on another plant. Kind of parasite, huh? Yeah. Dick leech. <laughs> That's a nice <laughs> word that we use over here for a character trait. Some people are uh, yeah, bestowed with. Uh, Network Glass have that from Balmore. This cat named Doorman. He, I think he uses some kind of thing you're talking about. Like kind of a software environment. What you call it? Ableton? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ableton Live. The right, most right. people can call it live. Yeah. But there's stuff like Reason and there's several packages, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're kind of like virtu virtual studios. Yeah. yeah Very interesting. Exactly. Uh, botanist after that. <laughs> Appropriate for your first tune. Stargazer. What matters most is how you walk through the fire. That's the guy who lives here in Pedro, James Allen. And uh, it's named after a poem from Charles Bukowski, who spent his last 14 years here. Finally, Lars, uh, I could stay with Jungle Shuffle, which I thought was much different in a way. Uh, were you working with drum machines? And uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, that that's the most like jazzy track uh, of the album. And um, no, it's it's basically like yeah, always like loop uh, um, with um, uh, yeah, okay, some drum machine for the kick part, but most of the part is just like a sample of like um, um, uh, of a drum, but uh, uh, I um, modify it with like a, a software. Sure, of course. That, uh, to make this complex uh, somehow like um, rhythm. No, I, to me it's totally valid. It's like someone taking clay to make a uh, a bowl or a cup. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like a, a ceramics and stuff. But he, here's a, a trippy dichotomy because you know I've been having more and more guests from free music and improvised music. Mm -hmm. and so I'm thinking in my mind, wow, the big difference. What is like. They don't play the same thing over and over. So I got in my mind, it's the big enemy of the improviser, repetition. But here, mm. you, you blend both of them here. You <laughs> use, right? You use the little cycles of rhythm to build the rhythm tracks, and then you mm -hmm. imp improvise over the top? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I usually do. And I like from imp from free improvisation, I like, uh, you know, the weird sounds. Uh, and I like to work with um, acoustic instruments like trumpet, as you can uh, hear in uh, in this track, there is a trumpet player. No? So I like to uh, to take this material that is often like recorded freely. Yeah. We, uh, and and then to reassemble this material like um, in the studio dimension, you know, right. uh, to to recreate something that has freedom because the material was gathered in a in a free way, but uh, then you built uh, out of it uh, a more like um, you know a song form, let's say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really, very happening. Very anyway, for me, <laughs> uh, being a bass player, very inspiring. <laughs> because we're always thinking about foundation, right? For, to help the, like we look good making everyone else look good. But then there's this exploration I'm really into. We're at the end of the second hour, February 21. No, 22, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Here is the 22. Uh, right. I don't know in it, California. Yeah, it still is. 
It still is. It still is. It's just another error. <laughs> From what? Okay. Uh, special guest, Laura Agnes Day. Hold tight for hour three. February 22, 2021. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
Watch for Pedro show. Start off the third hour with Midnight Bug. Uh, Laura Agnes Day. Uh, Crane. And I guess I play bass on the. I mean, this was 1987, so a little a little while ago. It was a uh, Crane's Backyard, and it was with Crane, and he called it Out of Bounds. And I can't remember doing it, but uh, it kind of does sound like me, so maybe it is. And then uh, Laura Agnes Day with Lungs Dance. <laughs> how, do, how, how do you... You know, when John Coltrane does Alabama, I mean, very heavy by him giving that song that title. And then he, mm -hmm. I, I read somewhere where he actually took his phrasing for Dr. King. Now, now, what about you with titles? Do they come first or last? Uh, they usually come last, uh, but they, they are usually very visual, you know? Like, uh, I often, like, compose with, like, some images in my mind, or I often, like, associate, like, a, a sound to a specific uh, image. And uh, so often the, um, uh, that's what the, where the title comes from. So, I don't know, like, Jungle Shuffle, uh, it's because, like, in my mind, all this rhythm and all this layering of, like, uh, weird sounds, they, in my mind, they are a forest, you know, this jungle. So, um, yeah. Well, I bring this up because the only place you use lyrics is in the title. Instrumental music, very evocative of the sounds, mm -hmm. right? But then you're given the kind of another uh, asset, a clue, a perspective to the listener. Mm -hmm. By, by the title. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that titles are very important in instrumental music, you know. And I like to give titles. Like, uh, it's... I like that part. And, uh, like, so... Yeah, I would say that my title, titles are... They have always, like, a meaning. Is is They are never random. What about the saxophone as a voice? I just mentioned uh, Dr. King and... John Coltrane, mm -hmm. because you don't use lyrics. You don't use so. So what about what about working? You know, in Italy, home of opera, right? The voce. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, no interest. Uh, I mean, the saxophone is my voice. Like yeah, I, yeah, I okay. you know, like uh, the. Um, the, the the timbre of uh, of the instrument, the sound of the saxophone is the more close to the human voice of all the wind instrument, uh, because uh, uh, for its flexibility, for its yeah, for its ability to change, for for the ability of that particular instrument to um, uh, that allows you to uh, to shape your sound, no, sure, like. Sure. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, for me, it's, it's really the same. Like, I think you can trace uh, the fact that I'm Italian in, in, uh, in my music from that. No? I, that I, I, uh, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think the closest we got in the string instruments is the cello to the voice. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. And when the saxophone is that, like, and uh, my my the use I do of the the saxophone is often very melodic. So for me, is is uh, yeah, it's a voice. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I want to play this this tune by you. There's an alien in my sax, <laughs> and with exclamation mark. <laughs> okay.
What for Pedro show? Uh, Laura, I can just stay with There's an Alien in My Sack start off that show. Final music for this edition, people. That Emmett Kelly with I'm Behind the Eight Ball. Paul Watson with Frozen Wasteland of Egotistical Calculation. That's one word. And finally, Slipstream Infinite Tuba Colibri <laughs> in Your Mouth. <laughs> yes. Well, right, so, so these two tunes here. First, let's talk about uh, "There's an Alien in My Sack." Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that tune is uh, is a part of a research that I was dealing with uh, um, uh, during my studies at the Institute of Sonology. So, uh, yeah, my studies were like centered uh, on the idea of like composing with uh, with. Um, uh, the the timbre of the acoustic instruments and so to to um, yeah to compose pieces that were like blending like uh, acoustic sounds with electronics and like ma- or manipulating acoustic sounds with uh, yeah with um, uh, yeah like computers uh, or uh, other techniques so it, it's less melodic that my music that you can find on my albums and and also because it was um it was composed for like a multi-channel system no so for um, a listening situation where you are surrounded by speakers right that's so just left right stereo image yeah more than uh, one more than two speakers actually no so like uh, there is an alien in my sax uh, it was uh, composed to be played uh, for, from like um, nine speakers for example wow so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like fixed media music, you know, more like um, yeah, that that kind of research, acousmatic music and so on. But you, we also can listen to the stereo version that what we have here now in the, on the radio. Right, like an old mono recording of Nat King Cole. 
<laughs> but music is music, and it's got many ways of uh, expressing itself. It's beautiful. What about this uh, the slipstream? Inf- I mean, you got a lot of puns working in this title. <laughs> yeah, because actually that is a piece that is um, is made out of like three pieces. You know, that's why we have three titles for ah. for that piece. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that piece uh, is uh, based on the flute sounds. And yeah, and these sounds again are m- manipulated with uh, different like plugins uh, and uh, with the different like uh, yeah digital uh, like uh, techniques, uh, processing techniques, and uh, and yeah, so like the first, it's you you have to think about uh, um, if uh, these are like free movement, you know, sure, like sure. so the. F- yeah, so the first movement is based on these more uh, weird sounds, so like uh, these, uh, you know, flutter sounds uh, or, um, yeah, t- uh, tonguing, you know, techniques. Uh, so these are uh, uh, fast articulation that you can get on the flute. And uh, so, yeah, it's more dynamic uh, and, um, yeah, and rhythmic. And uh, the other other two parts, like movements, they are more like uh, based on long sounds and like it's more droney and uh, more based on like, uh, yeah, breath uh, or these. Um, uh, so that's that's the thinking uh, like behind the piece. Uh, here, here's the impression I get. You're not afraid of the old mixing with the new uh, uh, idea of jo- a genre having to dictate the way you express yourself. Yeah, that's right. Like uh, I... I don't know, like, I really like, uh, I don't think about, like, uh, the genre of music I'm making of, you know, like, uh, I just think about sounds. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. I think that's real freedom. Genres is, mm-hmm. is a road backwards. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Hate that method. <laughs> no, I mean it can be interesting if you are working. Maybe if you are a musician that is really focused on like um, you know structures, like so the uh, some genres they have like a more fixed uh, you know way of like composing, and you can use that to do something new. But I really like I'm my approach is yeah, more based. On, I, I have on to s- tell you, Laura, I start thinking of a zoo in all the cages for the different animals. <laughs> Ah, oh, it makes me crazy. Where can people f- uh, find you on the internet? Uh, I have a website, uh, lauranewsday.com, or I have a band camp where, where you can find all my music. And yeah, SoundCloud. And just like uh, my last album is even on Spotify and other like streaming platforms. Okay, but I, l- I love the idea you have your own website. That's great. Yeah, that's the best. Nobody in between. No, no, yeah, no filter. <laughs> exactly. A huge honor for me to have you on the show. When you come out with another release, will you come back on? We could talk. Yeah, thank you, Mike. No thank problem. you for having me. People, it's been a February 22, 21, no, 2021. Just a <laughs> wild beat up show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>